So I'm sure there were rules in your house when you were growing up. Uh, for example, uh, growing up, my brother and I weren't allowed to climb on the outside of the banister. I don't know if you have steps like that where you can kind of climb on the outside of the banister. Um, for some reason, my parents didn't li like that we would climb over a five foot drop. But why do parents have rules? Uh, they, because they love us and they want what is best for us. They want us to actually grow up and to prosper. This is exactly what God says He will give us if we follow His commandments and statutes. This is what we read in the first reading from Deuteronomy. So God has rules. God's ha God has commandments and statutes for us. And again, it's not because He wants to make life unfun, but because He wants what is best for us and wants us to thrive. Now God knows us better than we know ourselves. God knows us better than our parents. Why? Because God created us. He wants us uh, to thrive and He knows what, uh, how we should do that. And again, we are creating God's own image and likeness. He loves us infinitely. He loves you more than you can imagine. Now, if God loves us this way, the only correct response is to love Him back. Our first reading reminds us that we should love God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength. So if our parents love us, we need to be obedient and trust that what they're asking us to do is what is best for us. So the same is true with God. When God asks us to do something, we need to be obedient and trust that what God is asking us to do is what is best for us. Maybe even more than what we want for ourselves. God tells us often what He wants us to do. He tells us what is best for us through the Bible, through the teachings of the Catholic Church, through friends, sometimes, uh, through our conscience, and through personal prayer. Now, it is true, uh, priests do sometimes sin. Um, again, I think I've mentioned this before, but I uh, used to think that priests were perfect until I saw a priest smoking after Mass. Um, growing up, according to my mom, there are two great evils in the world, motorcycles and cigarettes. So priests are we people just like all of us. Even priests need to participate. Um, even though we participate in the infinite eternal priesthood of Jesus, we too need Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. And so because priests do sin, priests do go to confession. Now priests uh, have to go to another priest. Um, to hear their confession. You can't hear your own confession. I guess that would be a little weird. But in the gospel, Jesus, someone asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment, the greatest rule of God? Jesus responds uh, by saying that the first commandment is to love God above everything else and anyone else. Jesus repeats our first reading. Jesus says we are to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. Even though the person who asked Jesus only asked for the one greatest commandment, Jesus tells him the second greatest commandment as well, and that is to love our neighbor as ourselves. 
Now the scribe recognizes that Jesus answered well. And then the scribe adds that loving God and our neighbor is worth more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. In the Old Testament, part of the reason God had the Israelites sacrifice animals was because they were, they, these animals were considered gods to the nations that lived around them. And that was always a temptation. If you read the Old Testament, there's always a temptation for the Israelites to fall away from following God and following the false religions of the people around them. And so by killing and sacrificing these animals, the Israelites better could, or more obviously could understand that these animals were not gods. That rather they should follow the one and true God. And so this was kind of the life of the Israelites were to sacrifice these animals uh, in some ways to God, but also to remind them who is the true God. And these sacrifices were done in the temple, the great temple, the temple that Solomon built. But after the destruction of the temple in 586 BC, at times and even now, Israel, the Jewish people, do not have a central temple to offer sacrifices to God. And so they had to figure out how to be obedient to God without a temple. And so the scribes and the Pharisees found 613 rules or precepts, either in the first five books of the Bible, also called the Torah, or in numerous rabbinic commentaries. And so it is good to do the commandments of God out of obedience, but even better to do them out of love. And so the Pharisees were following these 613 precepts. Some of them, again, have been given to them directly by God. But unfortunately, some of them, they had uh, made up or kind of extended exactly what God wanted. And so, again, uh, loving our God is even more important than loving our neighbor. Yes, we are supposed to love both God and our neighbor. But loving God is first and even more important than loving our neighbor. Now... Um, I do like to sing. I, I tend to sing in the shower, but I'm not allowed to sing in public. Um, somehow, though, when I was in high school, I was allowed to be in choir. And uh, a girl one day, I overheard their conversation. They said, the only reason for religion is to help us to be nice to people, and you don't need religion to do that. And at the time, it seemed to make a lot of sense to me. And actually, if you look at the statement, uh, well, you would find out that she is actually correct. That we don't need religion to be nice to people. There are lots of people who don't believe in God that are very nice to others. However, Jesus makes it very clear that being nice, loving our neighbor is not enough to get to heaven. As Jesus says today, we need to first love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. Then out of that love that we have with God, out of that relationship that we have with God, we are then able to better love our neighbor. So yes, we need to love God and our neighbor, but we also need to make sure that we are loving God first, and then our neighbor. So why do we do these things? Because God created us. He created us in such a way that we grow and prosper the most when we love God first and then love our neighbor. And who is our neighbor? Obviously everyone. Everyone that we come into contact with. 
Just like obeying your parents by not running into the street without looking both ways is good for living a long, good life, so too is following the commandments of God. God loves us and creates us. He wants what is best for us. He wants us to prosper, not necessarily in accumulating material wealth, but in life in general. And so if we want, to, if we want a joy-filled life on earth, and a joy-filled life in eternity in heaven, then we need to first love God, and then love our neighbor.